Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King on this Thursday, December the 12th, 2019. It's 4 p.m. New York time and wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And uh, we have all kinds of interesting things to talk about today. Um, not the least, well, well, not the least of which is that we're getting buzzed. I mean, how about that? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is this like a joy buzzer? You know, you start the radio show, oh, we got buzzed again. Oh, well. No, they're text messages. <laughs> okay, okay. But uh, a, a few things to talk about, actually. Uh, Louise and I have, for the last, oh, number of months, needed to have our bed revisited because the mattress not, was not getting was getting uncomfortable. It was, just, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. just not really good to sleep in. It was getting a little How long has it been so since you got a new mattress? It was relatively new, about two or two and a half years ago. And we actually oh. had it custom made. Oh, um, and what's really cool about it is the mm-hmm. guy who custom made it, he, he made it to our requirements. He actually right. recommended that we go a different way. We should have mm-hmm. listened to him because mm. our way did not really actually work out very well. Yeah, listen to the guy who knows. Yep. But he, <laughs> he uh, will actually, he designs it in such a way, I guess it really could be true of any mattress if the mattress companies wanted to do this. They don't want to do this because you don't make a lot of money doing this. Mm-hmm. But what, what he does is, he takes the mattress that he put together because they, they piece it together, right? They, they different kinds of foams and all that kind of stuff. They piece together the final mattress. He can take it apart, take out the parts that aren't working, put in other parts that work better, and reset mm-hmm. it back together again. And it's like you have a brand new mattress. Oh, fancy! It is. It's very cool. So we did that. And, oh, I mean, unbelievably dirt cheap. I mean, you know, you you go to a store, you you're spending, you know. A, well over a thousand dollars on a new mattress, not counting the rest of the bed, you know. Yeah. We got the mattress re- basically repaired and, and essentially replaced for three hundred bucks. Wow! I mean, it's cheaper than a brand new mattress. It is by a lot, you know. Uh, but what's even more cool is the guy himself. This is a guy who he actually makes. He, he's originally Ukrainian, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. Interestingly, because Ukraine's in the news so much, but. He, he's also, and he's first generation, so he he has broken English and so forth. He speaks English, okay. okay. It's just that you know he has a harder accent and so forth. So yeah, yeah, yeah. A little getting used to him. Mm-hmm. But this guy is an amazing guy. Mm-hmm. He he can literally invent things on the spot. That's crazy. I love people like that. He he, he we, we, Louise and I call it MacGyvering. He's a MacGyver. Ah, like, I like that. Yeah, like a TV show, right? He's yeah. a MacGyver. He he can just invent anything. He. Mm-hmm. Basically made half of the equipment in his mm-hmm. fact in his mattress factory to make mm-hmm. his mattresses. He didn't just buy machinery; he made machinery. Well, way to keep the machines alive. That's what I up. mean. Holy cow! Yeah. In fact, he even has a couple of patents pending, including one. Uh, of course, with a bed, you, you're cutting a lot of foam, right? You're you're doing things with foam all the time because that's that's a key ingredient in mattresses. Mm-hmm. He invented this cutter. And the way he describes it is it cuts through foam like butter. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've ever tried to cut foam, foam... It's you know, not easy. It's not easy. I mean, it, you can cut through it. You can get scissors or a knife, but you have to work at it. Yeah. This thing, it's it's kind of like a buzzsaw, but it, it's a very fine, thin blade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a uh, cutter that he invented. He basically machined the whole thing. The lathe is right there. I mean, everything that he used to make it is right there. Mm-hmm. And he puts it down, and he, he just pushes through it in about a half second, and it's just cut a, a huge swath out of a piece of Wow. Paper. It's just incredible to watch. You know, That's this crazy. Guy, this, this guy is just, he's a magician with all this kind of thing. But 
Um, I mean, and we had this really interesting conversation. He was telling me mm-hmm. about, you know, how he came to the U.S. and mm-hmm. uh, what his uh, experience was, you know, you know, living in a communist country before that, and mm-hmm. what it's like, uh, you know, to navigate his way through becoming not just a U.S. citizen, but navigate his way through the economy and what his job experience was. You hear this story a lot from anyone who's a first-generation immigrant. Mm-hmm. How they come to this country and they're just blown away at the opportunity. Everybody hears yeah. about the opportunity, but they experience it themselves. But the way they experience it, he came here in 1989. Mm-hmm. And 1989 was like two years before a recession. 91 was a recession. So he, he mm-hmm. arrived just in time for a recession. Perfect time. Nice, right? nice. You know? <laughs> but it doesn't, doesn't make any difference because he ends up getting a job. I, I can't remember what it was. I think he was actually in a mattress factory. I don't <laughs> about that. But, <laughs> But he gets this job where he's being paid $7 and change an hour. I mean, Ooh. we're not talking big wages here. No. But right? back in 1990, though. Well, yeah. even back in 90, that was not much of a wage either. It was still no, pretty it wasn't. minimal. You yeah. Know? He was making $7 an hour. He was working 15 hours of overtime per week. Mm-hmm. But he was in his early 20s. Mm-hmm. You know? So you see, he could do it. Yeah. And and he was newly married. Mm-hmm. And he, he gets his first check at that rate in the factory or wherever it was that he was working. Mm-hmm. And after clearing taxes, he has like $560 on his paycheck. And he calls his wife and says, you're not going to believe this. Mm-hmm. I have a check in my hand for $560. They could, it was more spendable purchasing power than they'd ever had in their lives. Aww. That's sad and cute at the same time. <laughs> I mean, well, it's an inspiring story. It is. Yes. You know? for, yeah. Because, of where he came from, mm-hmm. that that was a huge step forward for him. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, I mean, he is the, the classic first-generation immigrant mm-hmm. who just loves being here because yeah. there, his life improved so much. Right, Despite right. the fact that most of us would say that was a pretty hard life to be working. But yeah. from his perspective, from perspective, perspective. everything. Yep. From his perspective, it was huge. It was a major improvement. And and then add on the fact that this guy, like I said, he's a MacGyver. He just he mm-hmm. just knows how to create things, invent things. Um, I was talking to him because uh, because of my my height, my frame, mm-hmm. sitting in a car seat, a, a manufactured car seat, front yeah. car seat, is hard for me. It's just mm-hmm. it's just not comfortable. I mean, people think, well, you need to have enough leg room, enough headroom, and that's true. But actually, because of the length of my legs, when I sit, I'm sitting on my tailbone. Most people oh. have their weight distributed, but my right. legs are up so high, my knees are up so high that yeah. I'm literally you're sitting basically on my folded in half. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you need to have good, good support there. Yep. But soft, you know, for mm-hmm. but, but comfortable. And car seats aren't comfortable for him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. On the spot, he invented and built for me a pad to put on my driver's seat. Nice materials that you use to make mattresses. That's crazy. Unfrigging believable. Yeah. <laughs> and and it works. Let me yeah. Say, it worked first time. Wow. He his um he had a guy working for him for some ten years or so who would help mm-hmm. him deliver mattresses and so forth. The guy mm-hmm. unfortunately fell over dead from a heart attack in the last couple months. Wow. And his brother lives nearby and sometimes can help him out, but sometimes he can't. So he's basically on his own most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he needed to pick up our mattress today to take it to his factory office, you know, to yeah. his workspace, do work on it and bring it back. 
So mm-hmm. I, I had to basically help him get it there and help him get it back. Okay. So I, that's how I was getting to know this guy. Anyway, yeah. we bring the mattress back here. We put it in. Now, we have an old-style frame. It, it's a metal mm-hmm. frame, but, but it's, it's a very old-fashioned frame. It, it doesn't lock together. It kind of slides together and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And be, because of the way that particular frame was designed, it has a tendency to sag in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. so it, need, it needed to be propped up. And I actually had a, a little car jack kind of thing that I'd stuck under there to jack it up. But 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 it really wasn't doing the job. You tried to MacGyver it? I was MacGyvering it, yeah. <laughs> so I, but I only did it in the middle. And then the yeah. ends were kind of bouncing around. And so it would slip out. So it wasn't right. really fine. Yeah. And he he said, well, what we need is something to shim under those two feet at the head and foot, and which was true. If you could find something to shim under there, a piece of wood yeah. or something, it would stabilize and it, it would work. Mm-hmm. He had intended to, to build something and mm-hmm. bring it with us, and he'd forgotten to do that. Oh. And so he looks around, and well, now we have um, a platform, a wood platform that goes on the frame. So yeah. he flipped the, the platform over, and he saw the wood and the way it was constructed. He saw this one piece of wood that was in there as a, as a support mechanism. He ripped the, bo- the piece of wood out, just cracked it out, snapped wow. it in half, shoved this half under here, that half under there. Perfect. St- I mean, instant. <laughs> like, holy That's cow. amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. I, it, it's just an incredible story. And, and it yeah. was like one thing after another with this guy. Yeah. Know? him now, and and then he starts telling me all these stories about how he had not just built this place but he had uh built this other stuff this other place for his son in south carolina who's selling furniture yeah and he's planning to expand and build all this other stuff and, and i know how much he's charging for mattresses and it isn't much right I mean, he, this is a guy who makes mattresses for the mattress companies oh okay except that he's given up all those contracts because they're a bunch of, of uh, mm. really lousy people to deal with. You know? Yeah, so he, yeah. He won't even do that anymore. But he mm. doesn't charge, he literally does not charge enough for what he does. Yeah. And I'm enough of a mathematician to know you're not going to be able to do hundreds of thousand dollars worth of stuff on the money he's making. You just can't right. do it. There's not mm-hmm. enough. And he does a lot of work, but even so, yeah. you just, you, there's only a certain number of hours in the day. Facts. If you're not paying mm-hmm. yourself enough money, you're just not going to get there. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I, I said to myself, "How are you doing it?" And I actually said it out loud. How, but how did you? How do you do that? Mm-hmm. Said, well, I'll tell you how I did it. He says and he describes to me how he would flip houses. Oh, smart! Right? Mm-hmm. And it turns out the skills that he has for working in his little factory office there mm-hmm. are the same skills you need for being able to do wiring and plumbing and electricity and heating. Okay. And- cabinetry and everything else. So, so he flips houses and saves so he, money by doing everything himself. And does it all himself. Nice. He showed me a picture of his house, which mm-hmm. he bought in a foreclosure sale when the house mm-hmm. was basically gutted and destroyed. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the outside of this house. It's gorgeous. It's, it's what here in the U.S. they often call a McMansion. Oh, okay. I mean, this is a really, really nice house. Mm-hmm. This is a house that, if you went out and bought it on the market, would probably go for about seven or eight hundred thousand dollars. Woo! He paid cash for it. Excuse me. <laughs> and I asked him, "How do you pay cash for it?" And he explained to me how he did all these house flips, and he'd make you know a hundred thousand on this house and one hundred fifty yeah. on that house yeah. until he had enough to pay for the house. Huh. And here he is doing mattresses where he makes like a hundred bucks on a mattress that he spends half the day on. But that's what he loves to do. So he doesn't and care what he gets it. paid for. Yeah, that's exactly. Mm-hmm. It. That's my point. That's what all yep. this is about. He yep. loves what he's doing. Yep. He loves it big time. 
Mm-hmm. There's so many lessons that's built into this. So, you know, there's the lesson of it's not about having to always make a lot of money. It's right. not about how are you going to make it happen. He never mm-hmm. worries about how. He, it, it just comes to him. He, he, does, he never sweats about any of it. Right. He doesn't sweat any of it. You know what mm-hmm. he sweats? The thing that I'm good at, computer programs. <laughs> when he came to pick up the mattress, yeah, his uh, GPS took him on a, a roundabout trip that took him an hour to get here on a trip that should have taken him 35 minutes. Oh, okay. So literally, this is the way I, I justified to myself that the prices were so cheap. I didn't. I felt like I was underpaying him. Mm-hmm. I filled in the gap by showing him that Google Maps was better than the iPhone Maps that comes in with the oh, program. Oh, yeah. Showed how Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know? And he was thrilled. Yeah. He was absolutely thrilled. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the way life works when you're in the vortex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the way life works when you're feeling good and allowing you're just allowing life to happen. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I've mentioned a few times now we've been attracting more money into our lives, but we've also been experiencing and focused on just money no longer being an issue. Well, here we had a situation where money could have been an issue. Not only did I get a great um, experience talking with this guy, but I also got the, I, I got a cheap mattress out of it. I mean, it was fabulous. Every single way that I looked at it was fabulous. So um, just just wonderful meeting this guy, just wonderful um, experiencing, you know, Everything that happened with it, and I, I feel blessed to have met him. By the way, if if anyone in the Northeast is looking for a mattress, I thoroughly recommend Sigma Mattresses. S I G M A. That's this guy. His name is Alex. He's in Feeding Hills, Massachusetts, which is uh, just to the west of Springfield, Massachusetts. And he's in this old, dilapidated building, um, but he's it's just amazing. He's an amazing guy, an amazing place. So. And I sadly see that Alex has uh, frozen up. I think she's got a connection issue or something. Or maybe she's got an incoming call or something. So hopefully she'll be back. I see we have people who are tuned in. Oscar is saying, I like spending time on mattresses. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of people do, Oscar. Absolutely. Uh, And Ruben is saying, I guess the two, oh, Ruben and Oscar are having a bit of a conversation Oscar says, I have a big problem. Could I ask you about it? Yeah, sure. Um, type out your, oh, you want a mattress? <laughs> well, um, like I said, go talk to Alex and Sigma Mattresses in uh, Feeding Hills, Massachusetts. There's there's your guy to talk to. But uh, if you have other questions, you know, feel free to bring them on to the show, and, and we'll be glad to talk about it. Obviously, we're a law of attraction show. And I think Alex is fine. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's all right. When a number calls you three times that you don't recognize, you're like, all right, this must be an emergency. So I clicked over it. It wasn't, but it was. <laughs> <sighs> but I was I was finishing off just telling about what a wonderful guy that guy is. So um, Yeah, he sounds I just, awesome. I just told everybody else, but I'll tell you again, Sigma Mattress. If you need a new bed, go to Alex of Sigma Mattress in Feeding Hills, Massachusetts, and he, he will take care of you. He's an amazing guy, and I thoroughly recommend him. So. Seating. Spell Seating Hill for me? Feeding, F-E-E-D. Oh, Feeding. Feeding Hills, yes. Very strange name. It's uh, it's part of Suffield near Springfield. Oh, goodness, that's a drive. It is. Yeah. For, for you. For me, yeah. it's a half an hour. You know. Oh, see, for me, it's a good, I might as well go to your house, because Jesus Christ, it's like, it's well, like two hours. Two in, yeah, I know. We've been inviting you over. I mean, you, you, you're not coming out these days. Well, I'm going to come over and test out your mattress to see this guy's work ah, first. Okay. And then I'll... 
<laughs> I was like, let me let me see the spoils, literally. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Um, oh, okay. He said, oh, <laughs> we have two new uh, listeners who I don't recommend, Oscar and, not recommend, recognize, Oscar mm-hmm. and Ruben, and I, I think they're kind of pulling my leg here, but Oscar says he wants a new mattress. That was his question. Can I have a new mattress? And can you ma- email it to me? <laughs> yes, yeah, your we'll, message will be in the email. We'll, we'll send you a virtual mattress. Good luck yeah. working on it. <laughs> you can print it out, but it's not going to be comfortable. <laughs> Unless you have a 3D printer. That's totally different, but that's your problem. <laughs> a 3D printer by email. I guess that is possible, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, 2019, apparently it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, you actually have to have, you know, not just a 3D printer, but you have to have the, the software that knows, and the materials that knows how to create it from the 3D right. printer. But so still. you'd eventually have to go back to Feeding Hill because yeah, pretty he much, knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. I just it, want to see the machine that cuts through foam. Like, that's amazing to me. It, it's it, it's kind of like, um, it's like a hand buzzsaw. Yeah. You know, with, with a blade that's about a six-inch blade. Yeah. And... You just put it down, you turn it on, the blade starts turning like a, a meat cutter blade or something yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. it just goes right through it. That seems so soothing. It does. Yeah. Oh, oh the, man. The it's like watching part. butter get sliced in slow motion. It's just oh, so yeah. satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's not slow motion. It's quick. Yeah. <laughs> the best part, though, was watching him sew a mattress together. I want to go to the factory. I want to see all this. This... I mean, now, this machine, I believe, is a machine he purchased. Okay. And he told me it was like a $30,000 machine or something like that. Uh-huh. But this machine, he, he basically has this material that serves as the um, the seam that goes around the outside edge. Mm-hmm. And he, he gathers the material together of the mattress, and this, this, um, this seaming material is fed into the machine by a basically a, a large spindle. You know, mm-hmm. like a large, large spool of thread, essentially. Uh-huh. And then he, he attaches it in the screen, in the, in, in the machine, and, it, and then it works like a sewing machine. You, the, the whole machine just works its way along the mattress, like a sewing wow. machine. Wow. And it can go really quickly, too. I mean, yeah. it can go so quick that it can go faster than he can keep up with. It can. He showed me, he demonstrated it on yeah. a piece of material. Oh. He started at one end, and he hit it at full speed, and boom, it was at the end. Wow. I mean, it was that quick. <laughs> it was crazy. So how long did he take to do your mattress? Uh, well, we, we spent like an hour and a half talking, and, and the actual time doing the mattress was probably 20 minutes. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I am not kidding. $300 for 20 minutes of work. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, it, most of that was for his materials. He. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, if yeah. you think about it, yeah. But But he didn't make a whole lot of money on that. Right, right, right. Yeah. He, yeah. From his point of view, he was fixing a mattress that didn't get done right the first time. Mm-hmm. I, I was willing to pay him more. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I actually had to, worth it. Yeah. I actually had to talk him into three hundred. Oh wow. He he told me his materials cost two sixty. Mm-hmm. And he said, "But you can pay me whatever you want." I said, "Yeah, but what about your labor what? too?" I, I I said, "What about your labor too?" Right. And he says, "Oh well, you know." It's a labor of love. A couple of hours or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, how about three hundred? Okay. All right. Yeah. Tuck my arm. Oh wow! Sounds like an amazing guy, and he could yeah. teach us all a lot of lessons. Oh, uh, it was just something, just really something. Yeah. yeah. So, 
but but the the beauty of it was not only was he so good at what he did, and not only was he a great MacGyver and so forth, mm-hmm. his love of life came through. Yeah, hugely, hugely. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we we talked about retirement, and we both agreed. Why does anyone ever want to retire? I want to live. I don't want to retire. Facts. Right. Mm-hmm. Why why even bother with that? So, yeah. So there there's my big story for the day, which t- took up twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Oscar has more information. He says, basically, my problem is I really need a number two, but I want to keep watching the stream. Do you mind if I do it here in my boxers? Okay. I think we're done with Oscar for the day. Wow. Okay. All right. You might want to proofread these things before you say them. <laughs> and you thought I had a reckless mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he caught you off guard. That's he funny. certainly did. Oh, well. <laughs> I can okay. see your face. You're like, oh, no, I'm already reading this. <laughs> Fool me once. Shame, Shame on, on you. <laughs> Fool me twice. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> not happening. Never going to happen. Not once, not never. Nope. Sorry, Oscar. <laughs> so anyway, that was my fun story today. You got any fun stories? Anything interesting going on? Um, Yes. A couple interesting things. Um, I'm throwing a thing. Not Thanksgiving. Sorry, that's over. Uh, New Year's Eve party. Oh, no kidding. Yes. Fabulous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Outstanding. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So Kenny decided he's going to fix up our basement. So he put a bamboo floor down. Ooh. So we took the, the patio furniture that we had outside. Yeah. We, we brought that inside for the winter anyway. And then my mom was just like, keep it, keep it in the basement. I'll buy new ones in the summer. Ah. So now we have furniture down there. We have uh, air mattresses if people want to stay over. Very so good. we basically have an extra rompus room now, and it's it's yeah. great. We had um, his brother and his wife came over yesterday, uh-huh. so okay. we were having fun talking to them till like three in the morning. So that oh, was boy. that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're getting into that New Year's Eve modality where you're up until all hours. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So after last night, I was like, you know what? Your people are pretty calm. Like we literally just sat there across from each other and just talked. Nice. So I was like, all right, you know what? I can deal. I can deal. We can have a couple people over. Okay. So doing that, yeah. So Alex's place is going to be the place to be on New Year's Eve. Well, Alex's place is always the place to be. Well, especially <laughs> on New Year's Eve, though. Just a matter of are you invited. Well, there's that, too, yes. <laughs> yeah. No party pressure. Thank are you. Are you cool enough for the cool club is the question. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I have stuff like that to look for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And parties are, I mean, I'm not a big party animal, as you might imagine. I'm um, not anymore, no. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but parties are, especially a good party. And good yeah. parties are usually intimate, not the really, really, really big ones. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking, like a couple's thing, like invite his yeah. parents and, and um, couple of, a couple of my couple friends and a couple mm-hmm. of his couple friends, his brother and his wife, and, and yeah, do it that way. Yeah, because when, when it's intimate like that, then mm-hmm. it, it isn't, first of all, it's not as noisy. Yes, that's, that's another thing I have an issue with because I don't yeah. want to be walking around with my noise canceling headphones on at my exactly. own party. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a, it, well, even if you don't have Aspergers, it's just it, there are a lot of people who do like noisy parties. I'm not one of them. I I'm like, not either. I like to actually be able to hear the conversations. Exactly. You know, I have to remind Kenny, please turn down your music. Exactly. A certain yeah. level I can't stand it at, but also the certain level I can't concentrate when two things are happening. I mean, when the music is up so loud that you can't hear the voice of the person who's standing two feet away from you, you can right. hear it loud. <laughs> or where you're yell, you're yell whispering in someone's ear. Right, right, yes. <laughs> yeah. So 
So that's so, the best kind of party where it's a small, intimate gathering. Yeah. So the music is gentle in the background. It's yeah, back we're all just chilling out. Yeah. yeah. Those are great parties. Those yeah, are we're going to play, uh, what's the name of the game? Um, oh my gosh. I was saying it this morning. What is it? Nope, you can't walk on the keyboard. Sorry. No, can't do that. You're, you'll, turn, you'll turn me off. <laughs> oh, he's trying uh, to. Uh, what is the name of that game? I don't know. Give me a clue. Something Against Humanity. Cards. Cards Against Humanity. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Great party game. Awesome to play. We played it at my birthday. It was hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you got an activity plan? That's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the main thing is you're going to be up there waiting for the time to tick down on the year 2020. I know. It's crazy. Where did it go? Like, where did this year go? It was just January. I know. Well, I'm looking forward to actually this year to that change over to 2020 just because of the number. Yeah. Yeah. 2020, I think we all associate with vision. Mm-hmm. Yes. 2020 vision, right? All yeah. things will become clear. And that's what that's what I think 2020 is going to be about. 2020. Mm, I like a that. Lot of clarity for a lot of people. I like that. Yes. I mean, next year, next December 2020, that's going to be the disappointing part for me because I think that's, you know, because 2020 will be over. Yeah, <laughs> but you lived another year, so it's all great. Oh yeah, yeah. Every every instant is great of life. Mm-hmm. But twenty twenty is going to be a good year. Twenty twenty, I just feel it in my bones. It's going to be a great year for a whole lot of people. I agree. All of our listeners, which is a reminder. Mm-hmm. I want to remember this. You know, I want to remind everybody. Uh, maybe even Oscar. You know, if you're not yet a subscriber, become a subscriber. You don't want to miss out on this. Even Oscar doesn't want to miss out on this. <laughs> We may ignore him for the rest of time, but nevertheless, he should still be listening. <laughs> well, now he knows that once he subscribes, he can put us on pause and come back. That's right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and no more announcements like that. Yes. So, um, <laughs> but if you're not yet a subscriber, please become one. Just go to LOAToday.net. That's our website homepage. And on that page, you will find instructions on how to become a subscriber. It's literally a click or two. It's very, very mm-hmm. quick. And then once you subscribe, all of our episodes, five a week, come right to your smartphone or whatever device you're using every single week. And that's how you stay in tune with that wonderful daily dose of happy that we give you. Because we we do something different. We do something that other shows don't do. We actually help pick people up. Yeah. We help raise the energy vibration, raise the the joy juices. The the joy juices, hashtag. (laughs) Well, I was looking at my cat Joy when I said that, so that's why. I came, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's why you want to become a listener, and of course you can also do like Oscar and Ruben are doing. You can actually watch us in the live stream. Yep. So tell people how to do that while you while you tell them. I'm going to let Joy out because I think he wants to get outside. All right, bye, Joy. So when you do, what you want to do is go to YouTube and go search LOA Today podcast videos, and once you search LOA Today podcast videos, you'll see our smiling faces. And once you've done that, you can go down below, hit the red subscribe button, then go to the next side, hit the silver bell, and then once you hit the silver bell, make sure you click all so you will always be notified when we're live. And just like that, that's fabulous. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very, very simple. So, okay. Well, now that we're halfway through the show, we should probably get to a topic. Oh, I guess. <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> and you had a good idea for a topic today. Uh-huh. I, I believe you framed it this way. You said mind, body, and soul, are they in alignment? Yes. Which is a good question because that's mm-hmm. really what it's all about. When we, yeah. When, when we are in alignment, as it's often described, that's when mm. all the things that we're trying to attract into our lives, all the good experiences we're trying to have and so forth, that's when they happen. That's when you meet 
good I mean, vibrations. That's right. That's when you meet amazing mattress manufacturers. That's when mm-hmm. all these crazy things happen that are just, you know, they make your life really good. They make your yeah. life really good. You know? That alignment is everything. But if you aren't in alignment, then that's when things aren't so good. No. That's when the miserable things happen. Yeah. That's when you feel like life is against you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you're, the, you're the victim of the universe. Mind, body, and soul, though. Why, why those three? I mean, those we, those are three we often put together. But was there anything particular about that combination that made you say, okay, we got to talk it? I just was having a conversation earlier today with a friend of mine, and he asked me, he said, he's like, how is your alignment? Is your, is your mind, body, and soul in tune? Because we were talking about the passing of my uncle. Oh, right. And so he was like, yeah, we, we have to, you know, we were talking about how he lived his best days, you know, at the end of his life and, and his mind, body and soul was in alignment. So mm-hmm. he had a good transition. And so we were just talking about, it. I was like, Oh, that's a good subject for the podcast today. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. I was like, yeah. Well, let's talk about each of the different elements for a bit. Okay. Let's yep. start with soul. Okay. All right. So I first, like soul. Let, let's, let's do some defining. What do we mean by a soul? Ooh, that's tough. Because well, it means always, a lot of different things to a lot of different people. I always come out with the tough questions. You know me. So. You sure do. <laughs> <laughs> and that gives you a good 30 seconds to figure out what your answer is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. I say your inner essence, but your, but also your entire being at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like to differentiate between the physical us and the non-physical us. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's... Our physical bodies, but we're our more than suits. our physical bodies. Yeah. Our meat suits, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But we're a lot more than our meat suits. Yes. Um, and anyone who doubts that, just think about anything that you've experienced that is beyond your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Linda was uh, leading us through a little mental exercise last Friday. Mm-hmm. Said, okay, imagine yourself in your body right now. Now, mm-hmm. can, can you imagine? Your, can you imagine what it feels like five feet out from where you are, right? or even three feet out? Can, can mm. you feel without? You don't even look at. It. Can you just feel what's out there? Mm. Can you feel what's what's three feet out from you right now? Mm-hmm. And if you if you focus on it for a bit, you can. Well, it's like getting up to go to the bathroom in the dark. You know yes. where everything is. Yeah. yeah. Well, not only do you know where it is, you can sense where stuff is. Right. Exactly. You really can. You know. So then it, it becomes a lot easier to imagine your spirit being. Three feet out from your body. Yeah, because, yeah. Because you, you, you can imagine what it feels like. You, you can actually sense what's going on out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll double it to six feet. Mm. And then to the ten feet. And then to the twenty feet. And then you begin to realize our who we are goes far beyond what our body yeah. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the soul. Yeah. That's the soul. I agree. I agree. Right. Mm-hmm. So with that thought in mind, let's talk about mind. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, I know it's a, it's a horrible thing to waste. <laughs> I do know that. And a waste is a horrible thing to mind. But the fact is that a mind is... <laughs> Sorry, I'm pulling out on the cliche. I don't want to cancel you, but you do these things to me. <laughs> oh, man. All right, continue. <laughs> but the fact is that our mind is where everything starts. Yes. And I say that partly because I'm a law of attraction practitioner, like you Right. Mm-hmm. Partly because... It's truth. Yes. I mean, I did a little article on, I'll call it an article, it was a post on Facebook Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, a couple days ago, in which I laid out the idea that uh, everything should be considered as subjective rather than objective. Right. We think about objects, but really they're subjects. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're subjects because a human being thought of them first. Right. Everything that that gets made in this world, we made. Mm-hmm. You know. We yeah. Made all of it. Yeah. Um, now people will say, yeah, but what about you know the mountains and the streams and nature and so forth? But those of us who understand how this stuff really works re- recognize all of that was made too. Right. And I think everybody who has any kind of spiritual or religious basis in some way believes that, yes, that was made. The question is who made it. And the, right, the, right. The differences of pain. That's where God gets introduced. In yeah. And so forth, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, to but, but from what I believe, we, you and me and all of us, we're all creators. Every one of us. Mm-hmm. We are, in, a, in essence, we're, we're the God. Yeah. We're the ones who do the creating. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like, in, in many of us, we're kind of like gods who don't realize just how powerful we are. Mm-hmm. Which makes us a little bit dangerous. A little bit. You know, we go yep. around creating or destroying even. We do mm-hmm. both, you know. Yeah. And, 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 and then we say, well, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always say that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that, that, it's everyone that, else's fault but mine. That, that, that just happened. I had nothing to do with that. Right, know? even though it keeps occurring and occurring and occurring. And even though I keep focusing on it over and over and over again, it right. has nothing to do with me. You know? No, no, not never, no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is the uh, the, the sort of the, the trilateral framework that we're talking mm. about, the mind, mm-hmm. body, spirit thing, mind, yeah. body, soul. The mind is actually the focal point. That's where all this comes together. The body, I, I like to think of the body as being the database, the repository mm. of all the stuff that the mind's been thinking about. I was going to say something similar, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, how were you going to say it? I was going to say it is basically the combination of the soul and the mind. Okay. Like that's what, I mean, that's what controls the body. Is that That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think that's true. Mm-hmm. So when we say that all that is in alignment, what mm-hmm. exactly does that mean? I think it means are you all on one accord and of which I am not. <laughs> no? No, no. My body, I mean, my body and my mind are totally separate from my soul. Why is that? I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. Mm. I, got, I got some work to do. I know okay. I do. Yeah. 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 Do you have any clues for yourself? I do not. I'm waiting for the universe to show me. I I think you probably do. I think I probably do, but I'm ignoring them. Or you just haven't recognized that they're clues. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's what I find. Mm -hmm. I find that at, at, you know, over time you can kind of become aware, like the universe gives you clues, like you say, Mm -hmm. and then you recognize it was there all along. Yeah. It's like when you sit there and go, Oh, universe, give me a sign if I'm supposed to do this and, you know, show me a chocolate candy bar. And then all of a sudden all you see is white chocolate, but it's still chocolate. <laughs> so it's technically it's still a sign, but it's only a sign if you want it to be a sign. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even more than that, it's that we are, as human beings, always getting the signs and have been getting them for all of our lives. Yeah, and it's just my antennas aren't up. Yeah, we're just not noticing it. Right. Uh, I can give you a a kind of an esoteric example of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The the exercise we did a few moments ago where, you know, three feet out, can you you imagine what it feels like three feet out? Mm -hmm. And if we we put our minds to it, you know, even if we have never done anything like that or we have no experience with it, if we put our minds to it and just kind of sit there for a bit, we can kind of feel what's, maybe not three feet out, maybe a foot out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can kind of feel what's around you. 
Like, you can sense, if you have your eyes closed, you can sense if you leaned to one side how far away the wall is to the point where you won't fall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like it's a magnetic field or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like this this touchy feeling thing. That, it's just, there's, there's it's your aura. There. Your aura touches stuff. Yeah. yeah I, I, can, I have a computer, a laptop computer over here. I have a laptop yeah. computer here. I have a lamp over there. I All of them. I can feel all of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have to see them in order to know that they're there. I can... I can sense that they're there right and that is something that we all have the ability to do and on Mm -hmm. top of that we've been doing it all of our lives right but we don't give any credit to it no we don't we just kind of dismiss it it's like well yeah okay so what and then we forget and move on it's like the ukrainian you were telling about about earlier you know his perspective is he doesn't take things for granted in this country where we do oh exactly Mm mm-hmm that was actually one of the themes that he and I were talking about. Mm-hmm. He says mm-hmm. literally, I mean, he sounds like he is an LOA today guru. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, he's not. He's, he's a Christian and an old school Christian at that. Yeah. But, yeah. but he almost sounds like it because he says, I wake up every morning and I'm so grateful for being here. I'm so grateful for my work. I'm so mm-hmm. grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my factory. I'm grateful. Yeah. And, and he's just going on and on about this one thing that we talk about so much, how important it is to appreciate everything that you've got in your life instead of taking it for granted. He doesn't take any of it for granted. Right, right. And look how successful he is. Mm-hmm, exactly. He's living exactly the lifestyle that he wants. Message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, I mean, if I were to ask him to do this little mental exercise of can you feel stuff around you, he, mm-hmm. he, he'd probably look at me cross-eyed like, well, yeah, what's your point? <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> this would not be news to him, you know? Like, right. You mean you can't? What, what are you trying to right. do? Right. I don't understand. <laughs> That's what I think happens. So when you say that uh, your alignment isn't quite there, mind, body, and soul, I think that's what it really is. You you have all these signals going on, like we mm-hmm. all do, but there's certain of them that you've just kind of ignored, and mm. now you're going to rediscover them. Yeah. They never went away. They were always there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just weren't really paying attention to them. Facts. And that's okay. You know, nothing wrong with losing touch and then re-getting in touch again. As long as you get back there, that's all that matters. It's like getting in touch with an old friend you haven't talked to for a while. Yeah, true. Not a lot different from that. Speaking of which, I did. Really? I uncanceled Alaska. I didn't know Alaska was canceled. Was it normal? Yes. Remember, remember a couple of months ago? Well, it was like six months ago. I told you, I was like, I had a friend. He didn't know why we were friends for 20 years. So I was like, bye, oh. you're canceled. Yeah. He's in Alaska. I didn't realize that. Yes. He's in Alaska. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it. Okay. So Alaska is no longer canceled. I'm sure the no. people in Anchorage and, and Juneau are very happy to hear that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was a gap in their lives. Yes, there was. Mm-hmm. So, well, good. Glad to hear mm-hmm. that. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of um, not symptomatic, emblematic mm. of, of what we're talking about here, that reconnection, that realignment. Yep. And I suspect, without, I don't even have to know the story in detail, but I suspect in general what happened is you, did, you discovered a new perspective on the whole situation. Not even. I was just like, I'm bored. I wonder what he's doing. And I called him and I was like, and I regretted it at first after I got off the phone with him. I was like, why did I let him back in my life? But then I was like, you know what? It's whatever. That's a new perspective. Touche. That's not the same perspective you had six months ago. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a new perspective. It doesn't have to be dramatic in order to be new. Well, I thought you were talking about new perspective on the reason 
that I canceled him in the first place. A new perspective is a new perspective. Okay. All it's right. A different, it's a different point in space and time. That's all it is. <laughs> okay. All right. It's just seeing things differently. Even yeah. Just slightly. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It, actually, the best changes are the ones that are slight. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot easier than making big changes. Big changes mm-hmm. are dramatic. Yeah. They really are. Mm-hmm. You know, but small changes, those are easy. Yes. And when you make the small changes, that's when stuff happens. Yeah, you make enough small changes and then you pivot. That's the alignment. Mm-hmm. That's the alignment piece. So we, we talk a lot about how when you're out of alignment, it's that's where the negative stuff happens, negative low vibration, negative spirals and all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that's true. But isn't it interesting to know how close you are to being in alignment when you're there? Yeah. It's like it's almost had it. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all those signals are just saying, Pay attention, pay attention, we're here, we're here. Yeah. Just yeah. Notice me. Notice yeah. me. Notice me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. <laughs> It doesn't take all that much to shift. Nope. It's ironic that mm. when we're in that bad place, we have a hard time noticing. Yeah. It's told but, too late or someone slaps you in the face and goes, hey, smart enough. Okay, well, there's that too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that can happen. Sometimes life just slaps you in the face. Yeah. Got to look for that two by four, man. But I think it's valuable to notice when you're in alignment, how mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. So that when you're not in alignment, you can remember, you know, it really but, wasn't all that far away. Right. And just by saying that, all of a sudden, it's easier to get out, yeah, of, that, yeah. out of alignment place back into alignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, good stuff. Um, what are the, uh, what, what do you think are the factors that tell you you're in alignment? How, like, how do you know? I think, I don't know, because I feel like I'm out of alignment, but at the same time, life is good. So, I, I don't know. What do you think? Well, let me rephrase the question. What does okay. Align- what does alignment feel like? I think it feels like you're always vibrating on a on a high level. Which and, what, what does that feel like? Mm, it's it's just a good feeling. It's just you, know, you feel warm on the inside. You yes. you know everything's good and nothing can spoil your shine. I, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. exactly what alignment is. Mm-hmm. So even now, as you say, you're not in alignment. I think what is probably more accurate is you're mostly in alignment. Oh yeah, definitely mostly. Yeah. Because you're feeling it. I mean, I can tell right now. You're yeah. Yeah. Good, you know? mm-hmm. There's just this, there's one little piece that is just not quite fitting. right. Yeah. 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 Little, little tweaks that need to be made, but I'll be good. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Recognizing that it's just little tweaks. That's yeah. perspective. Yes. Your perspective could be, oh God, this is huge. I have no idea how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's a different perspective. And mm-hmm. it's not going to get there quickly. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a tough one. You basically have set up a whole bunch of resistance. But when, you, <laughs> when you've set up the idea, oh, well, it's easy. It's just a little tweaks. Yeah. Guess what? It's easy. It's just a little tweaks. The little tweaks. That's yeah. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so alignment, I define it this way. Alignment is what you think it is. Ooh, good answer. Good answer. It's truly what you think. Mm-hmm. It's what you think the alignment itself is, and it's truly everything else that you're thinking and feeling along with the thinking. Yeah. Now, um, Louis D'Souza likes to say everything, everything starts with thought. Even feeling comes after mm-hmm. thought. Personally, I think feeling and thought go together. Although I get, I agree. Point, yeah, I, but I think they really have to go together. I think what happens is if you're if you're thinking without feeling, you're actually slightly out of alignment. Mm-hmm. You're in that mental space only, the head space only. Yep. Yeah. When yep. you're in the head space only, that's not aligned. Yeah, that's how I feel sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. 
But when mm-hmm. you're fully aligned, you're also feeling it. At the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Which makes sense because we know the law of attraction says that which is like unto itself is drawn. So that which you focus on, focus your attention on, and do so with any degree of feeling is mm-hmm. going to attract more of the same kind of thing with the same kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. About the only way you're not going to attract it in any significant way is if you can cut that feeling off, which is why we do that. Yeah. Because we're afraid, no, I don't really want to attract this thing, so I, I have to think about it for a little bit, but I really don't want to feel it because otherwise it's going to just slap me in the face. <laughs> yep, yep. I did, that happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, stop dwelling, stop dwelling, stop dwelling. <laughs> <laughs> yep, don't want to dwell there, don't want to stay there. Yeah, but that's, but then that's I dwell on the dwelling. Well, that's, yeah, that's even more so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, well, that that's the law of attraction process, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You thought that, and you stay with it long enough, and it leads to another thought that's compatible mm-hmm. with it. That's what that mm-hmm. is. Yep. Dwelling on the dwelling is mm-hmm. that, that complementary thought that comes from dwelling on the thing that you're dwelling on. Right, exactly. It just, it just kind of turns into this vibrational echo. It just keeps boom, boom, boom. Yes. Yeah. It keeps building and building and building. Which is great when it's something you prefer, but when it's something you don't prefer, then it's like, oh my God, stop. Well, but, but there's also good news in it. The good news is, okay, now I know what I don't want. Yeah, but I, now I'm now I'm thinking about it because I know I don't want it. Well, that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is to say, I celebrate the fact that I just figured out that I really don't like this. What can I change my attention to so that I get a different result? Good answer. That's the whole skill of being a conscious or a deliberate creator. Mm-hmm. That's the whole skill to not staying in, out of alignment all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is recognizing that literally we have the power to decide at any given instant in time mm-hmm. what we're going to focus our attention on. Right. We do tend, as humans, to be a bit addicted to the stuff we don't like. Mm-hmm. We talked about that in terms of being addicted to dramas and so forth. Yep. But you know what? Even then, we're still making the choice. Yes. We're still selecting. I'm going to keep looking at this thing that I don't like. I'm going to yeah. keep thinking about this thing that I don't like. I am mm-hmm. really going to keep thinking about this thing I don't like. <laughs> I am, by God, I don't like this thing. I really, really, really don't like this thing. And I want to keep paying attention to it. And I can't rip my attention away. Why can't I rip my attention away from it? Oh, because I keep thinking about it. All I you know, it's a change my thought. You know, it's a great example of that. Green eggs and ham. Think about it. I was Think not expecting it. Dr. Seuss. Yes. Dr. <laughs> Seuss has all the answers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yep. Think, I mean, he just hated green eggs and ham, and by the end of the book, he dwelled on it so much, he was like, fine, I'll try it, and then he loved it. And, and the best part is that the book ended. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hating on my childhood right now? Oh, gosh. It was my favorite Dr. Seuss book. Are you kidding? Oh, okay. All right. I, I was able to recite the entire book from beginning to end at age five. <laughs> Literally, I, my parents made a tape of me reading <laughs> or, or, or reciting Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but that, well, that was, to me, that was the, the big lesson of Green Eggs and Ham was the whole thing about Green Eggs and Ham stopped when he finally said, okay, I like this. Yeah, exactly. And the story ended. Mm-hmm. And he, there was no longer any focus on green eggs and ham. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was, but it was the fact that he loved them now. Well, in in more modern conscious creator, deliberate c- 
creator, law of attraction terms, he embraced it. Yes. And in embracing it, he let go of all the angst associated with it. Mm-hmm. And when the angst went, went away, it was no longer an issue. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So, at all times, we have the ability to get right back into alignment. Mm-hmm. There are a few ways to look at the, the strategy of getting there, but it, it all amounts to the same thing. It, it amounts to accepting that thing that we don't like. Yep. And then letting go of it. Mm-hmm. Accepting and then letting go. Yep. It's all about the letting go. Mm-hmm. Well, in many cases, you have to accept it. Some people can't oh, yeah. go of it until they accept it. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no of course about it. I mean, literally, people get, you know, they go, they spend years in therapy because of that. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. They, yeah. It, 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 and I've done it myself many times. It's mm-hmm. until you're, you're I, well, actually, I experienced, I don't know if I told you guys about this. Um, I experienced that in the last couple of days. I've been mm-hmm. working on um, learning this new p- programming platform. Right. For those who are programmers, it's uh, Vue.js with Quasar on top of it. It's a, it's a way of working with JavaScript. Mm. And I, I've i always been pretty good with computers. Higher level programming languages have always been a bit of a conundrum for me because I, I always tripped up on the various aspects of what they call object-oriented programming, which, which I now call subject-oriented programming. <laughs> <laughs> Just went over my, oh, my unicorn horn, hold on. Oh, I got to fix that later. Now it's crooked. Well, the light works anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I, mean, I can explain to you in very simple terms what it is. Object-oriented programming is where you program with each of the different pieces of the puzzle treated mm-hmm. as a separate object. So, for instance, um, if you want to write a program that will allow you to do Facebook stuff. Okay. Well, you, ha- you have different aspects to it. You have, you have to be able to log in. Yep. And then once you're logged in, you have to be able to see the different things on the pages. And you have to be able to yeah. click on them. And you have to mm-hmm. be able to go to them and have them do certain things. Those are all mm-hmm. objects. Right. Object-oriented programming is treating all those as, as individual objects. And okay. each of those objects has little attributes and you know, little things that it can do with functions that it can do and so forth. And, and that, that's what object-oriented programming is all about. It's, okay, okay. That's how you break down the problem of, of piecing together a piece of software. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I was... Dealing with learning this new platform that I didn't mm-hmm. know real well. Um, I barely knew Java, JavaScript and right. I was learning this, this higher level thing and, and I was, I was resistant, mm-hmm. I was resistant to it, but I knew I needed to do it because this project I wanted to create would be a good one. It would, it would do a lot to make my life and Louise's life a whole lot easier. So if I could just get through this learning curve, right, all would be good. Mm-hmm. But I reached a point where I was just so frustrated like a night or two ago. Mm-hmm. Really frustrated. I, I was. I was. I'd been. I spent the entire day learning. I, I, right now, I'm in just learning mode, like mm-hmm. online, and I was exhausted. And I didn't feel like I'd made a whole lot of progress. I had really mm-hmm. thrown myself into it. I was out of alignment in a big way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm asking myself, why is this so difficult? Mm-hmm. Why am I making such a big deal out of this? Why am Why am I experiencing pain? I was experiencing yeah. pain doing this. Mm-hmm. Why am I experiencing pain? I know better. I'm a conscious creator. I do a podcast on the law of attraction. I understand how, why can't I find the positive side on this? Yeah. And I sat with it. And I, I said this to Louise, you know, like mm-hmm. there's a sounding board. I'm, I'm laying all this stuff out for her. She's sympathetic and she's giving me ideas and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of took a breath and then it finally hit me. The way that 
you, the way that I learn, I won't speak for others, the way that yeah. I learn this stuff, this programming stuff, is mm-hmm. you, you have these video presentations, kind of like being in a classroom, but it's there's no classroom, right? You're right, just doing, right. doing this video. And mm-hmm. you listen for like 10 seconds, and then you stop the video so that you can try it yourself. Right. And you think about it, and you ask yourself, okay, does that really make sense to me? Do I understand what he's really saying? And so mm-hmm. And you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, I have basically a two monitor set up on my computer screen. Yeah. But I was interacting with three different things, mm-hmm. one of which was a video. And you know how with like a YouTube video, if it's in a part of the screen that is not currently active, like let's say you have a browser yeah. on one side and you have another application on the other side and you're working mm-hmm. on your application and then you go over to the browser and you click off the video, but it doesn't click because the browser isn't active yet. Yeah. You know, so then you have to click it again, you know. Imagine doing this every 10 seconds. Yeah, that could be you annoying. long enough, that gets really frustrating. And yeah. Then you it, and then you thought you clicked it two times, but you clicked it three times, so you clicked it on and then went off. <laughs> you know? And, and you're doing this every 10 seconds. You're going to get frustrated really Right. Real, real easy. Yeah. I said, well, shoot, no wonder I'm so frustrated. No wonder mm-hmm. I'm feeling so miserable. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of let out a breath. Mm-hmm. And I sat with it for a moment and I said, Wait a minute. I got two computers, three monitors. Hello. What are you doing? Hello. Work smarter, so I, not harder. So I set up the video on the extra computer. And then I had the other two screens to do the other two parts that I had to do. And life got so much easier. Exactly. Now, You're getting solution, in your own way. That solution was there all along. Yeah. But I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. It's an example of... I had had that signal all along, and I mm-hmm. wasn't getting the signal. I wasn't allowing the signal in. Why? Because I was getting myself so frustrated with so what was going up. on that I couldn't notice it. Right. It wasn't until I embraced the problem said, okay, I got to know what's going on here so I can let go of it. Yeah. I finally understood what was going on. I finally uh, breathed a sigh of relief to let go of it, mm-hmm. and the solution instantly came to me just like that. Yeah, sometimes you need to walk away and come back. That's the process. That, mm-hmm. that, that's how you get into alignment over something that you don't know why you're out of alignment. Yeah, yeah. You have to embrace it and then let go of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So for your stuff, whatever it is that you're dealing with, you said you're you're partly out of alignment. That's mm-hmm. all it is. You have to find what that thing is and embrace it. Oh, I'm working on it, but it has other components that I'm not in charge of. <laughs> that's part of you, you just explained very nicely where it is that you're out of alignment. You are in charge of all of it. You, well, actually, yeah, but you actually have the power over all of it. I do, but the components I need depend on other people's doing. The ones that depend on other people's doing, you still have control over. Well, yeah, obviously. I got to make the exactly. phone calls, so, which I did, which I did. So That's good. That's good. Yeah. But the point is that you that you actually have that power. Yeah. And, and what you just laid out there is a very common, very typical mm-hmm. way that we give our power away and then take it back. Give our power away, take it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were, that's what you were doing. You gave it yeah. away. Oh, no, I got to take it back. Okay. Yeah. You gave it yeah. away. And then, and then you, you start, you're starting to get frustrated about it. Mm-hmm. And so you say, well, geez, I'm out of alignment on this thing. Yeah. You are saying that. Yes. You are deciding that. Yes. That's the thing that you have to kind of embrace okay mm-hmm. i'm the one who's doing it it's me yeah it's me <laughs> i did it <laughs> okay got myself again <laughs> checkmated once more checkmated once more yep and, and i'm the one who checkmated me 
that's the process. That's how mm-hmm. you become a successful conscious creator, as you yeah. know perfectly well. You know, oh, we're, yeah. We're yeah, using yeah. you as, as an example, but that's, yeah. that's the whole thing. That's it right mm-hmm. there in mm-hmm. a nutshell. So, good topic for today. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. we got about uh, four minutes left. Uh, I, I'm not sure I really want to uh, look, uh, look to the, and, yeah. yeah I think nothing there I'm really going to go at. So, we'll, we'll just ignore the live stream for today. Where's Jeffrey when we need him? I was going <laughs> to say, Jeffrey, you're letting people talk to us like that? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, well, actually, there's another example of it. What we were just talking about. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't like what's going on over there. So you leave it alone. I'm just going to... Mind your business. Enough, I did embrace it. Yep. And now I'm done with it. Yep. And it's gone. And now we're walking away. And if Oscar ever shows up again, it'll only be because he decides to... Subscribe. Because otherwise it's not going to work. No. (laughs) No. It's going to be deaf ears time. Yeah. Facts. Earmuffs. (laughs) Earmuffs. That's right. Mm -hmm. Earplugs with nice, soft, fuzzy, coated surfaces. Yes. Purple. (laughs) Purple. (laughs) I love it. Says I the mean, purple lady with the purple background and the purple drape and the pur- the purple scarf over the shoulders and yes, you know, I'm and quite the, comfortable today. Very comfortable and the purple walls, yeah. Yeah, I gotta lower these because this 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 half wall thing is not working for me. Uh, well, it works nicely with the unicorn ears. Mm. Well, yeah, but I want to bring it down lower so it looks like th- this wall is that color is teal. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would work. Because I have it hanging from the top of this. The wall, so but I'm like, mm, I'll well, hang. Yeah, that else you need longer fabric, one or the other. You know, I did double it up, so maybe I'll just single it. Yeah, why not? But it, will it absorb the sound as much as if, if it's single? Oh yeah. Oh, all right, cool. It's not a hard surface, so. Facts. As long as it's not a hard surface, it's going to absorb sound. All right. I mean, it's not like it has to be thick. Right, right, right. right. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so, it doesn't have to be thick. It just has to be there. It just, it just has to not deflect, not reflect sound back. It just doesn't, you know, no echo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. The hard surface is what, what the real, I won't say enemy. It's, it's the thing that causes the echo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So very simple. The more I know. Hey, the more I know, the more I want to do podcasts about it. Facts. <laughs> That's what the fun part is. Mm-hmm. That's where the daily dose of happy comes from. That's how I end up feeling better every single time that I do a show. Especially yeah. with a friend like you to do it with. Aw, thanks. Same. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we've been doing it for more than a year now, right? Yep, yep. This is our, our one-year, two-month anniversary there about. And some change, yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we keep doing it because it's fun. Yeah. So we hope our uh, our listeners will, will keep following along with us as well. And and they are. I mean, we've been talking about how we're closing on that average of 500 listeners per show. Um, we actually dipped a little bit over the last couple of days, but that's all right. It bounces around. <laughs> but we're going to be on on a regular basis. Very soon, we're going to be averaging over 500 every single show. So nice. That's when, I, that's when I say, okay, we made it. We're there. You know. Yes. Now, now yes. this goal is 1,000. You know? Right. <laughs> and we'll get there, too. Well, we will, too. Mm-hmm. Sooner rather than later. Yes. By the way, I want to remind people, if you haven't become members of the Pivot Pals group, join us. That's I mean, that's one of the things I'm doing there is my, my little vignette with my mm-hmm. video, of, mm-hmm. you know, having a nice large audience for the show. Mm-hmm. And you can do any kind of uh, post on anything that you're trying to attract into your lives. So, you know, just do a search for us on Facebook, Law of Attraction, Pivot Pals, and join the group. And, and that's what everybody there is doing. We are all sharing our little our little dreams, our little vignettes of, of what we're trying to attract. It's an adorable lives. group. 
It is. And it's, so pleasant. It is the most positive group on Facebook. Probably, yeah. I really believe it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there, are, there are some other groups that are doing Law of Attraction and so forth, but they get a lot of really unpleasant Negative stuff. Negative nasties. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything in this group is positive. Yeah, yeah. Because it's literally, these are what the things that all of us group members are wanting to attract individually into our lives. I mean, how yeah. much more positive can you get? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. So, you know, join us. Be part of the group. And uh, we're, we're getting, uh, I, I, every day I get somebody new who's a listener saying, I've been listening since last January and I really want to be part of the group. Okay, great. Oh, cute. <laughs> so become a listener and become, I'm not a listener, become a subscriber to that group as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Alex. Um, probably won't be in touch until Tuesday, but have a great weekend. And then yep, you too. And Dan will be doing it again on Tuesday. And Tuesday, we got to come up with a name for Tuesdays because Tuesdays are just crazy. <laughs> Aren't they? Uh, they definitely are. They, yeah. I mean, you, you almost need to have a, a, a guidebook just to keep going because you know, well, yeah. the conversation can be daunting. It's probably hard for the for the uh, non-visual listeners yes. on Tuesday because yes. they you can't see all the things that are happening. We actually have to be more on point on that kind of thing. Like yeah. If we bring something in. we got to explain to listeners who might not know what the thing is, you know, what right. it is, how right. it works. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we were, you guys were talking about uh, albums and so forth, and there are some listeners. So saying, I have no idea what album that is. You got to explain things. Ah, you know? uh, yeah, true. So we got to do stuff like that. But yeah. it's all good, and it is a yeah. lot of fun. Facts. So I will see you on Tuesday. Thank you. I will be here on Tuesday. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you to our podcast and live stream listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody.